Welcome to the Refuge Podcast. We are so excited that you're able to join us as we go verse by verse with Pastor John Lanier. We pray that it blesses you and encourages you and that God reveals new things to you through this podcast. Hey guys, back at it again, Refuge Podcast. Thank you for joining me as we're going through the scripture doing a chapter chapter by chapter, verse by verse look at the Bible. Reason for that is God's called me to do it. And also that I just think in any generation, in any time, the Bible is relevant because God wrote it. He gave it to men, uh, holy men, as they as he spoke and they wrote down the things that the Holy Spirit wanted us to know. God is a God of the book. God is a God of scripture. He's Yahweh. He's, cre- he's creator of all things. And he has something to say to every generation. And sadly, I think a lot of times um, his voice gets lost in the mix of uh, cultural relevance and all other things that are calling out to every generation. And yet God's word still remains um, in spite of all the denominational challenges and everything the church has dealt with and uh, the nation of Israel has dealt with from the beginning of creation. And so, with that being said, we're going to look at Revelation chapter 15 is where we are going to pick up. We left off after reading chapter 14. We're coming to the prelude of what is known as the bold judgments in the book of Revelation. And so this chapter really deals with and focuses in on the completion of of the wrath of God. And if you've been with us, uh, let me just remind you for a moment, if you haven't, that there is the book of Revelation is a revelation of Jesus. And as we've been looking at the book of Revelation, the book of Revelation gives us snapshots and pictures into the life of Jesus in the glorified state and how Jesus um, in the end days is active and moving and in power and showing forth his glory and also pouring out what is known as the wrath of God upon humanity. And and it's it's been a terrible time on the earth as we've been looking at as the Antichrist is introduced and there's a decision that has to be made as to whether you're going to follow the Antichrist or you're going to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And Christ, all that means is Messiah or the one who's chosen to, to save. And so the world will have to make a decision. And so we look at all these things leading up to chapter 15 and we're coming to what would be the pouring out of those vile judgments or bold judgments, however uh, your, your version of the Bible talks about it. But there's something specific that is being said uh, in this chapter. And I think it's, it's amazing. There's, there's singing. And in the singing, there's it's what's called the Song of Moses, or uh, as it's called here, the Song of the Lamb. And, and so when we get we think of Moses, we're, we're, we're going back to the book of Exodus, which is the second book in the Bible. And in the book of Exodus, it, it shows us a picture of the nation of Israel in bondage and slavery to the Egyptians and Pharaoh. And in their bondage and affliction, um, they're, they're slaves. 
and they're under the harsh hand of, of Pharaoh. And God sends this man, Moses, to be the deliverer, the one who God would use in, in his power and his glory and his might to bring judgment upon the Egyptian gods and the Egyptian nation for what they did in enslaving the nation of Israel in putting them in bondage. And there was a song that was sung after God had delivered them at the, the sea uh, that was split to let the nation of Israel through and destroying Pharaoh and his army. And so Moses has this song of deliverance. In the same way, the song of the Lamb, the Lamb, as we've been looking at in the book of Revelation, is a revelation of Jesus. Jesus is the Lamb of God who was slain before the foundation of the world. He was the Lamb of God that John the Baptist talked about. And he was the Lamb that took upon himself the sin of humanity on the cross. And he died a sinner's death in our place for our sin, absorbing the wrath of God in, in our place, what we deserved. And anybody who would put their faith in the Lamb of God for their sin would be set free and delivered and healed and, and brought into relationship with the Lamb, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as it's revealed in Scripture. And again, the song that we would sing because of that deliverance out of sin and bondage, uh, just like the nation of Israel was out of Egypt, would be a song of deliverance a song of marveling at the glory of God and marveling at the grace of God, that God would save sinners like us and bring us out of captivity into the family. Now, I want to look at uh, what it says here in verse 3 of chapter 15, because here's the song, okay? Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. Who shall not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? For you alone are holy. For all nations shall come and worship before you. For your judgments have been manifested. And after these things I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened. And out of the temple came the seven angels having the seven plagues clothed in pure bright linen and having their chests girded with golden bands. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven golden bowls full of the wrath of God. This is the bowl of judgments who lives forever and ever. The temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power and no one was able to enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. So what I like to do whenever I study the Bible, and maybe this is something you can bring into your own time of Bible study, is pull out topics, pull out themes that, that are there clear in the text for me to chew on, to meditate on, to pray about, to talk to the Lord about, to read about in Scripture. And I think these are intangibles that we need in our lives if we're followers of God. Uh we need to really meditate upon constantly. And, and number one of, of those three is, is the fear of God. Number two is the glory of God. And number three is the holiness of God as, as revealed in this song that is sung by Moses, the children of Israel, and the church, those in the church age. And, and keep in mind that that's encompassing 
from Genesis to Revelation, that is the song of redemption for the world. When we think of the song of God, what are we going to sing about? Uh, it's not going to be just uh, this cotton candy, this we call the love of God. Somebody, somebody told, said the other day that uh, sometimes what gets lost in the thought about God is um, this worldly view of love that doesn't ever look at sin or doesn't ever judge people. or does, and, and we have to keep in mind that there was judgment meted out on sin, on, on idolatry, which is the gods of Egypt that, that God judged, and that there's judgment on, as it says there, that judgments have been manifested, that, that there's judgment coming upon the Babylonian system, all the sin in the world, the rebellion against God uh, in the hearts of men and nations. That has been meted out on, on the world. And what is the response of people that follow God? The response is, great and marvelous are your works. That, but we, we think about the true and just ways of the Lord. It, and many times the, the scream and the cry of, of uh, humanity, uh, especially in each generation, this comes up, is that God is not fair. That we look at the things that happen in the world and we say, it's just not right. And that's a theme that we've been looking at throughout the book of Revelation that intrigues me. That, that there is, is a justice because we live in a just universe. We live in a holy, uh, moral universe that, that behind the scenes, the things that we can't see that God is doing and God is working and God is moving. And oftentimes we see things in the world and say, that's not right. And that's all right. We have a, a lot of social issues that have come up in 2020 in the United States. We have a lot of racial injustice, uh, whether it be indigenous people or against uh, people of color in the United States. And uh, the many, many things that we look at in the world, um, unborn children that are killed in the name of uh, giving women their health rights and many many things that we look at that just seem so unfair um, and yet when things are revealed for the way that they are in the end there's justice there's truth there's those three things that i talked about the fear of god the holiness of god the glory of god and each one of those are so important for our lives that we meditate upon the fear of God, to have a fear for Him, a fear of Him, a fear that brings reverence and worship, a fear that looks at the love of God and understands that God's love also disciplines, that God's love also punishes sin, that it makes things right in the world. There's grace mingled with mercy. There's grace mingled with wrath. There's grace mingled with um, just how God um, brings to our remembrance the, the depravity so that we can come to him in humility and say, Lord, save me, deliver me, heal me. And, and also that understanding that the glory of God and the holiness of God is, is what we look to, that's, that's what we desire in our lives, that people would see the glory of Jesus, the, the holiness of God, which would bring about in our hearts and understanding 
a desire to know the love and holiness and fear of God and the glory of God. So the song that we sing, uh, the song that the nations sing as they come in worship is when God's wrath is being poured out, we, sit, we fear him, we glorify him, we look to his holiness. We realize the immensity of his plan that God has the whole world under his sovereign control and power and his will is being played out and that he will bring justice even to corrupt religious systems as we looked at with the Babylonian system. Corrupt one world government, a corrupt uh, way in which people are taken advantage of. I hear that so many times even which on my Twitter feed I, I hear people frustrated by um, governments abusing the tax system for their own gain and not serving the people like they're supposed to. And all of these things, these things that we are so um, upset about and frustrated about and the people taking advantage of the medical system right now and, and just so many things that drive us crazy. And yet in the end, when things come to a close, we'll be saying, just and true are your ways. In fact, in chapter 16, as the bold judgments are being poured out, it'll talk about that again. Uh, there, that, that, that there's going to be a judgment that comes and that God is right in doing it, that he is just. His judgments are true. His judgments are the way things are supposed to be. And so let me close with this thought. Because I know a lot of people will say, well, man, why did God allow such chaos through the history of mankind, however long it's been, 10 or 15,000 years, or however you view the, uh, the history of mankind? Every time, God has done the right thing. He's brought the judgment that's required and necessary. And, and yet, in his mercy, and his grace, he calls out to each person. He leaves the 99 to find the one. He, he leaves, the, 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 for the moment, the house to look to see if the prodigal will come over the hill in repentance. And that's what he does to you right now. He, he calls out to you, if you don't know Jesus... That the moment is now, the time is right. Uh, today is a day for salvation. He cries out, the Lamb of God says, I have come to give my life as a ransom for many. And that myself as an ambassador of Christ, I, I plead with you, be reconciled to God, your creator, your maker, the one who wrote, gave us scripture. He loves you. And his love letter to you today says, come to him. He took the judgment for you. He took the punishment for you. He took the wrath of God for you so that you could be free, delivered, and healed, and set free. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. We are so excited for all that God is doing in and through your life. If you'd like to hear more from John Lanier, you can find his blog at johnwalterlanier.wordpress.com as well as his YouTube at Refuge TV, where he also goes verse by verse. We hope that you are blessed and encouraged. Have a good one.